This is Hollywood Behind Closed Doors with Frank McKay on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Frank McKay here with somebody who's been around a long time and uh, and what a uh, what a concept they had, what a group they have, and and I say have because they are uh, they are still at it. In fact, a new album and it's the first new studio album in nearly thirty years for the Cowsills and a rhythm of the world. It's terrific. It's out. It's upon us. Everyone's got to check it out. Everyone's got to get this. Bob Cowsill is our very special guest and absolutely thrilled to have him uh, from the Cowsills. And they were the, the influence and the inspiration for the Partridge family and so much uh, so much more hair. Uh, their version of hair still stands up after all this time. And I'm, I'm sure everywhere they go in the world, uh, you know, people are expecting to hear, uh, hear that. And and so many of their other songs and their hits. Uh, Bob Cowsill, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Good morning, everybody. Uh, yeah, it's great. You know, having hit records uh, in the late '60s, and this was kind of we were the first generation of bands to come up, and uh, so that which also means we're going to be taken advantage of. We're going to lose our money, and you know, all that's yeah. going to happen. But that's okay uh, because it. It was such a, it's just exciting business to be in, even when you're down. Uh, because in our history, there seems to be always an up that's coming. So, yeah, we went up and we went down, then we went up and down. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a little pattern. And now we are up. And uh, this is pretty exciting what's going on. Yeah, but after all this time, you're up. And uh, listen, you've always been, uh, you guys have always been relevant in my mind. And, uh, you know, listen, the, the council's, uh, podcast I should have mentioned as well. I mean, I, listen, you guys have fans now that are uh, that are multi generational. I know some young folks that are into your uh, into your early uh, early stuff, your early singles and albums and uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. If if you don't mind, let's do a little bit of your history for those who are listening and have no idea what we're talking about. But uh, but let's, <laughs> you know, this sure. to me is a victory lap. I mean, this this album and it's terrific. Rhythm of the world. Everyone's got to get it. It's in stores now. It's uh, online now. Get it, uh, Bob Cowsell. Uh, give us a little. Uh, give us a little taste of it. Where were you born? Where were you raised? Oh, I was born. Me and Paul were born in Virginia, Portsmouth Naval Hospital, but raised in Newport, Rhode Island. So that's pretty much where the band came out of, where we found each other musically within Newport, as we were young, young kids, real young kids. Uh, so it all kind of started there. Uh, hey, we, me and my brother Bill, we were eight and seven year olds learning the guitar, self taught. So by the time we're 12 and, you know, 11, we're playing at luncheons for the Newport Women's Guild and singing, uh, Connie Francis and Ricky Nelson. Don't could do Connie Francis where the boys are. You know, we had choir boy voices at, at that age, you know. Yeah. Uh, hey, but we, we kept at this through high school to today. You know, I mean, you have life is interrupted. You're going to raise families, you're going to raise children. But in this business, we've always been in this business, whether individually or as a family and a family band, even if the public didn't know it. Yeah, I, I just, I, it's just amazing. And I, when did it, when did it feel like it was taking off for you? And again, it, we got to look at it as uh, from a, a perspective of, of of a young kid, and now us, and, right? You know, it, it's it, it did it did it have that feel for you? Did you feel? Like things were getting different when you had the hits 
And, uh, and, and obviously it was, but I mean, as a kid, did you think this is just a natural progression? Um, this is uh, our normal. I mean, what was your, your perspective looking back on what you were thinking then? Yeah, I think you're, I think there's a lot of truth to that. You know why? Because we're going to be, we're going to be signed and dropped four labels in the career. Okay. Um, so the first two labels were in high school and grade school, and we're putting records out that aren't doing well at all, and we're getting dropped from those two labels. But to us, we're very young, 14, 15, 16, me. That means the others are younger. It's only Bill's older. And it seems we're always getting another chance. So we're not wise to the industry, wise to how hard it is. We're just going, wow, we got dropped from Joda, but Mercury Phillips is given us a contract now. Oh, we'll try it with them. That failed two or three times. And so I'm in the 11th grade, got dropped from Mercury Phillips. And, and we went, oh, that didn't work out either. And then we're going to go to MGM. So I guess we may have been naive to think, we're, we'll just get a yes when we get the ones that like us. <laughs> <You know? Yeah>. just, <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, amazing. And uh, it's just, I, again, uh, for a kid, uh, young, you know, you know, young people, uh, they're, they're very resilient and Maybe if you're older and you were analyzing it, you might be like, oh, my God, we got dropped. Oh, my God, I hope this is going to, you know, this is our last shit. You know, you might be more panicky if you're, if you're in your, your 20s and 30s when that's going on. Frank McKay here, so much more importantly, Bob Cowsell is our very special guest from the Cowsells. And what a career uh, he's having. I was going to say he's had, but, I mean, the, the latest <laughs> album is terrific. Rhythm of the World, and it's out now. Uh, it's uh, their first new studio album in almost 30 years. It's absolutely terrific. Um, it, you know, it, they they charted between uh, 1967, the year I was born, and 1971 wow. with five albums and, uh, and, and uh, you know, so many top 40 hits. Uh, we Can Fly. Uh, you know, I mentioned Hair, but Indian Lake was a big hit. Love American Style, the theme song. I mean, people used to hear that every day when it was on in syndication. It was one of the most popular Shows and syndication. Love American style, the theme. Yeah. My God. That's a surprise. That's a surprise in our show. Because none of us sat around at the end of the TV show seeing who did the song. You went out and played. So people didn't know that was us, really. Uh, so in our audiences today, we pulled that out and they go, oh my God, that was them. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fun. See, I knew while it was going on, the Cowsells, I knew that, you, you know what? Introduced me to the cow cells. Keep in mind, I was born in uh, uh, 1967. Right. Uh, but the, the Partridge family, watching the Partridge family in uh, in syndication, and when people were saying, uh, "Hey, this was taken off of a real band," and and it was the cow cells, that to me is uh, is what cemented you guys in my mind. We were we were fans of the show, and it was on right after the Brady Bunch, and then it was yeah. in syndication, and it was usually right after the Brady Bunch, and in syndication here in New York anyway, but um, did did you guys realize that the Partridge family would would kind of cement you in the minds of, uh, of so many young people? I will say that we realized that, first of all, they came to see if we'd be the kids in the show, but we were too old by then, uh, so the, and it was going to be a Shirley Jones show. This is a fantastic compliment, this television show. It, it's, it's our story. We had the mom and the band on the bus, and then this is, no, it's TV. They're going to have some fun with it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but this, this relationship has been wonderful. And now, remember, when the, look, look what they introduced uh, you to us, you know? So that's what they did for us after our star had faded after 72, 
1973. They're riding it and mentioning us in every interview, and we can't thank them enough. I mean, we thank them, actually, by doing it today. We talk about them. It's been an amazing relationship with the Partridge family. Very unique, very unique, yeah. but wonderful. Yeah, synergy. I mean, there's synergy between the two. Uh, mm-hmm. They feed off of you, you feed off of them. It's just a... That was great. Absolutely great. I, you know what? I, I I have to point out to, to young people, I have four kids, uh, of of what the what the TV world was like at one point, right? You had three networks. So when you played on the Ed Sullivan show, millions upon millions of people, a third of the Super Bowl audience watched you on a regular basis if you went if you were on the Ed Sullivan show. The same thing with the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Yep. I mean, it's it, there's not 500 networks out there and over the top networks and streaming and everything else. You know, at 11:30 at night, if you were watching TV, you were watching Johnny Carson. And uh, yep. you know, American Bandstand. You can say the same about Dick Clark with Mike Douglas show. Um, I, you know, I'm, try, I'm just looking at some of the, the credits here. The Johnny Cash show, the Barbara uh, McNair show. You know, she was a little less popular, but still big show. Um, I, you know, I, I'm looking Playboy after dark. Is that is that real? <laughs> is that the cow? Is it true? Yeah, look, television was very good to us. Uh, obviously, our moms in the group were a family. This is this is good TV. Yeah. Uh, Ed Sullivan. But, but you make a good point. If you're on Ed Sullivan, the United States of America just saw you because we were all watching the same TV shows, listening to the same radio stations. Okay, maybe uh, Sugar Sugar's coming up and the Led Zeppelin guy, he's not liking that, but his song's coming up too, you know, on the same station. And that's what connected our generation. You know, that's why the songs are so strong for us that bond us it, it's fractured today uh, it's this way and that way there's a, a singer over there with a hit he's a millionaire i don't know him or his hit yeah i mean that's how it can happen today but back then you're right uh if you're on ed sullivan and and you had to get on these tv shows you had to be invited and so we're a family so we have a in a kind of an edge on some of the other groups because there's only so much space on these shows and everyone wanted to be on them well, I'm talking to someone who has lived pop culture history. He's part of it and a big part. He and his family, uh, you know, established uh, that that group. I mean, it's it, it's it's a real family group. It's not like you know someone else is playing their their you know instruments behind the scenes. These guys were learning how to play guitar at seven and eight years old, and they went on and it was a, yeah. a huge hit. And uh, we got to take a quick break coming up, but Bob Cowsill is our very special guest. We've had Susan on in the past, but uh, just absolutely thrilled to have any member of uh, of this great family. Uh, you know, an American iconic family, the Cowsills, and Bob is our, our very special guest, uh, Frank McKay. Uh, signing off just for a moment, we'll be back with a, uh, with a part two, with a part two here with Bob Cowsill right after this, the new album. The new album, it's a must-get, everyone, please... Uh, get this uh, get this album. Uh, it is uh, where, where is it? I just saw Rhythm of the World, and it is uh, it's terrific. And it, there's 11 songs on there written by the band, which is uh, just unbelievable uh, to me. Frank McKay uh, coming back right after this uh, with Bob Cowsill. I'd like to welcome everyone back. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, uh, part of pop culture history, a uh, big part of it. Uh, Bob Cowsill. From the band The Cowsills, uh, between uh, 67 and 71, they had a bunch of hits and, um, and, and uh, top albums. And, you know, their hits uh, are, are just uh, through the roof. People remember them.
from, you know, of course, hair. That was the, the version of hair that so many people grew up with. That was in their mind still to this day. That song holds up. Love American Style, the theme song for Love American Style, which isn't isn't like a, a you know a staple now in syndication you know like it, it hasn't gotten picked up i think on the me tvs and stuff but boy it was all over the it was constant it was so mm -hmm. popular especially with uh with young girls uh you know they loved the show and it was on constantly and they were the influence for the the band the uh the partridge family and a lot of synergy there pop council welcome back hey it's great to be back you know my twin brother lived on in massapequa for a long, long time. No kidding. Oh, my Both God. Long Island. Yeah, you that's know, great. If you know about Massapequa, uh, you know, not only uh, your brother, but there's a long string of famous people that have lived in Massapequa, and that came from Massapequa. Jerry Seinfeld, the Baldwin brother. That's true. Yeah. You know, uh, Sterling, mm -hmm. John, Melendez, the Stray Cats. Dee Schneider from uh, Twisted Sister. Uh, it just goes on and on, and uh, and your brother, and yeah, you know, some somehow he doesn't get on those lists. He should, and um, yeah, you know, the council should be. Hey, hey, one of our fondest, one of our fondest concerts was at Stony Brook when they. I don't know if you remember, but they used to have kind of a little outdoor amphitheater type of place, yeah. and uh, man, that was fun to play for the college. It, the college audiences were great. We did a college tour once. Just colleges. Yeah. I mean, just, yeah, amazing. And uh, if you were a teenager, I can imagine what that was like, you know, how uh, how you guys enjoyed that. I, let me let me ask you this. And we touched on it a little bit in the first uh, early part of the interview. But uh, when did you start feeling famous? When when did you start walking into stores? And again, we you know I mentioned you know when people see you on Johnny Carson, it's like thirty million people see you. When people see you on Ed Sullivan, thirty million people or more uh, see you. Uh, when did you first either lose your anonymity, lose your you know ability to go into a store without being recognized, a restaurant? Uh, when did that happen for you? That happened when you have a hit record. Now, up until the rain of Park and other things, 1967, our life is going to change. Now, it's true we were dropped from two labels and had some, you know, not so good records before. But just before they took it to MGM, this is when they put our mother in the group. Now, that's going to differentiate us from everybody. And it's going to solidify the family image. Uh, the whole thing's going to go to MGM. They love it. And and Artie Kornfeld and Steve Dubloff wrote The Rain the Park and other things. A great, just a great song and recording. And when you have a hit and you hear it on the radio, all the groups that have had a hit go through that, well, the first time on the radio. But truly, truly, it's the Ed Sullivan show. Because, and I'll tell you why, after you're on the Ed Sullivan, and we lived in New York at the time, the next following week till next Sunday's episode. Hey, saw you on Sullivan last night. Hey, saw you on the Ed Sullivan show last night. But, you know, as you're walking around New York or going to school or whatever we're doing, I was at Pace College at the time. Uh, you know, and on the Ed Sullivan show. Uh, so the spike you got, because we're all connected by this TV show, was countrywide. Literally, countrywide. Was, and that's why everyone wanted to get there to be on Ed Sullivan. It was the big get. Yeah. Uh, amazing. Yeah. What? Well, how did he treat you guys? I imagine, you know, uh, from everything I ever heard, he loved that wholesome situation. And uh, what's more wholesome than being in a band with your brothers, sisters and, and mom uh, at the head? What was uh, what was Ed 
Sullivan's reaction to you, if anything? He was great because he reached out to our family to come on his TV show. He didn't just walk into the Ed Sullivan show. you know. Was, he, anyway, yes, he loved our mom and he loved our family. He gave us the biggest contract at the time of any rock group, including the Beatles, by the way, because they did their three. We got 10 shows, wow. okay? I got the telegram, a million dollars, 10 shows, the Ed Sullivan show. Now, we're only going to do two, okay? But we got 10. And the reason we're going to do two, this is an example of what we were up against through all in and out of our career. Our dad got in a fight with Ed's son-in-law, Bob Precht, over a microphone not working because it was live television, oh, remember? And uh, he got a little touchy, uh, you know, a little push and shove or something. Dad was a baby guy and he was rough and tumble, you know, but he blew it. And so Ed took the eight shows and said, done with them. And that's going to follow us up and down our career, that kind of hot potato thing that our dad's going to, it's going to be a little bit of a running theme. Yeah. I, I Listen, I had a dad like that too. Uh, it was a hot okay. head, you know, and, uh, hot head. Yep. yeah. Airway, the highway, all, all of it, you know. I mean, we weren't unique in our situation there with dad, but what was unique about it was we were in the public and it was acute and they were hiding it from the press because <laughs> you could do that back then so that our image was, was protected, you know. Yeah, jeez. Let me remind folks of who you're hearing, who uh, the voice that you're hearing. Bob Cowsill is our very special guest and again, a big part of pop culture history. And, uh, you know, the, the music they, uh, they created was just uh, absolutely terrific, but uh, they... They have a lasting legacy, and it's they they've had uh, roller coasters like anybody who's had a career this long is going to have roller coaster uh, type feelings. But but what a career it is! Uh, Rhythm of the world is the uh, is the album. Everyone's got to get it. It's uh, it's it's all new songs. I I don't know many bands who do this. Uh, Bob and his uh, and his family is uh, is doing this, and uh, just absolutely terrific. Frank McKay here, so much more importantly, Bob Cowsill of the Cowsills is our very special guest. Get the album, Rhythm of the World. Uh, got a couple moments more with, uh, with uh, Bob. Bob, what should we know about you, uh, the band, your family, and, and also the next generation of Cowsills that we haven't touched on here? Right. We're quite proud of, the, of our sons, Ryan and Brendan, Paul's son, Brendan, my son, Ryan, stepping up to the plate uh, when, when we're missing two brothers. Uh, and and uh, Susan's husband, Russ, is our drummer, stepping up to the plate, because, you know, everyone knows John's with the Beach Boys, and that's a career move of his. I mean, like Paul says, anybody who's in line for that job at the Beach Boys is going to say yes. <laughs> you know, I'm, who wouldn't? I get to say what? every Anyway, so he does that. So uh, the band that made Rhythm of the World, the seven of us, have been touring for 18 years. We've never stopped. Uh, and it's just, you're not always in the spotlight. You don't always have a record deal. Sometimes you're doing this because you love to do it. And and, and that truly, it's, it, that might sound weird, but in stock, but it isn't. You love to do it. Our best time is on stage or in the recording studio or on tour, uh, visiting with, you know, today you can talk to fans, you have meet and greets. Back in those days, we're the band, you're the audience, okay, at the end of the show, see you later, goodbye. No one sees anybody. Uh, it's so different now. And now we get to hear wonderful stories. I mean, all the way from, hey, I found you on, on the internet. I found you on Google <laughs> from a young person <laughs> who 
probably thought as I'm Dumb and Dumber or something, and I who did that song? I like it. You can get discovered that way again these days. It's a unique experience. And we're thrilled to still be here. Yeah, incredible. I, I mean, just really, really incredible. And uh, what a what a life it is. And uh, look, you got to pardon my ignorance on on this, but do you have a book out? No, we've never really done a book. Uh, we did a documentary, Louis Belanker's uh, family band, uh, the story of the castle. So that ran for two years on Showtime back in uh, oh, like two thousand eight, nine, I think. So we have that uh, notebook. Uh, I don't know. Boy, it'd be a heck of a book, let me tell you. But uh, no plans. No plans. Yeah, well, listen. It, we'll, have to see. we'll have to see if it's warranted, you know. Yeah, well, look, I, I think a lot of people, I, you know, I, I'm either becoming older or more pretentious, uh, but I'm starting to think more and more that they're not making any more of you and they're not making any more of the uh, the classic rock bands and the pop bands and the British invasion bands. And, and that uh, it's important to document this, you know, like in, and, you know, and it shows, by the way, I mean, the, the downloads that we get when, well, you know, your sister uh, Susan. Uh, we had her on a. Uh, I had her on a, a TV show, uh, you know, mm-hmm. years ago, NBC nonstop, and I and I don't know how many how many downloads it had on on different uh, versions of whatever. But people care about this. People are are so um, interested in uh, in pop culture, and I think you know the more uh, we get towards. Uh, towards the point where, I, I, look, I don't even know who they're going to put in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame anymore because who is there anymore? I mean, you guys should be there. I mean, that's that's for sure. But uh, I, I think we have, yeah, I think we have some factoids around us that support going in there. No doubt about but it. and it's not a, it's not about how many records you sell. Go look who's in there. You're not going to even heard of some of them. It's, impact. it's not about it's number influence. of sales. It's about it's about impact, right? And so. You know, like we we get credit for getting the options on the pop charts and out of Andy Williams, you know that kind of yeah. stuff, uh, and, and that's fine. We're, our legacy um, is is sort of there and easily discovered and is with us still. And we're there's been a long run artistically, also of single artists, Disney kind of singing artists and solo artists who are all excellent, you know, just superstars. What's new? We're finding out. It's harmony of all things. People aren't used to hearing this, mm-hmm. and so it's, they they comment like, "How do you do that?" You know, it's very interesting what's going on with harmonizing. I think people are hearing it and going, hey, "That sounds pretty good." I haven't really heard harmonizing like that, which they haven't been decades. Yeah, just uh, amazing. Uh, listen, Bob Cowsill, take a bow uh, for you, your whole family. Uh, uh, you you deserve it. Uh, rhythm of the world uh, is just uh, just terrific and I, I love what you're doing what a career you've had and are still having and kudos to the uh, the next generation of cow cells uh, can you give us a website a social media site and if you want to add anything before we leave please do so absolutely just the council.com and council's Facebook page everybody's on Facebook uh, and look, we're, we're touring a lot, okay? We're going to be in Branson from November 1st to, November, uh, to December 10th in a Christmas show Monday through Saturday. We have the Flower Power Cruise. We have uh, December gigs. You can just check the website to find us. Come to a show. We have a great time with our live show, and it's a lot of fun. And no, we're not bringing vocal samples, so don't come asking us at the end of the show, do you carry vocal samples, which seems to happen these days. Because <laughs> I guess it just sounds too much to them. I don't know. But, and... Please, Rhythm of the World, the Council's podcast. Yeah, we got one, 62 episodes. You'll know all the guests. They're historians of their own 
legacy, and uh, that's a lot of fun also. So we're having a good time still, and I'm glad to, to, to talk to everybody about that. Bob Kausel, congratulations, and we'll be we'll be talking about you even when we're not on the air with you. Let's get a part two, part three, part four, uh, all of that together. Congrats on the rhythm uh, on rhythm of the world, Bob Kausel. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Frank McKay, and thank you, Long Island. We we just love all of you out there. Bob Kausel, everyone, has been our very special guest. The Kausels, and listen, it's about impact. It's about influence. Um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame should put these guys in. It's ridiculous that they haven't. Uh, it's it just, it, I, I don't know who they're going to put in, but uh, they're, they're running out of people. I don't know why the councils is, aren't in there already. Rhythm of the World is terrific. Please get it. Frank McKay sound, signing off. Cowsills and Bob Cowsill has been our very special guest. We'll see you all next time. <laughs>